Do you find yourself as someone with so many ideas, so many passions, so many talents, you can never seem to pick just one thing? Let's talk about it on this episode of the Authentic Success Podcast. Do you ever feel like you were made for more and you just don't know what this looks like yet? My name is Jordan Ulrich and I've made it my mission to help people just like you align with your inner genius, lead a fulfilling life on your terms and facilitate true transformation from the inside out. Authentic Success is here to challenge you, inspire you, and bring you actionable strategies for stepping into the highest version of yourself from some of the world's greatest minds. You were put here with a unique purpose. It's time that we discover it and bring it to life. This is the Authentic Success Podcast. Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Authentic Success Podcast. If you're listening to this right now, then thank you. That's all I have to say. Thank you, and I hope you have a great day. So today we're talking about the paradox of picking one thing and being a multi-passionate individual and how to understand if you are a multi-passionate individual. Now, this term was coined by Marie Forleo, uh, and Marie says that when she was trying to figure her life out, she was like waiting tables. And then she was trying to build her coaching business on the side and doing this and the next thing and teaching dance and hip hop and all this stuff. And people would ask her, like, what do you do? And she would just kind of freeze. And this is what happens to me, too. Uh, she would, people would say, what do you do? And she would just kind of freeze, right? And then one day she just blurted out, I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur. And that was it. And she said that she just felt alive when she spoke those words out loud. And that is definitely, definitely, definitely something that... I resonate with because I'll give you a bit of backstory here. You're listening to this podcast largely focused around mindset, personal development, spirituality, so on and so forth. But what you may not know about me is that I was a fishing guide for 12 years, still technically am a professional in the fly fishing industry. Um, I was almost went to university for golf. I still and very passionate golfer love I mean it's like my favorite game in the world um, my goal is to get back down to playing like as a scratch player if you're a golfer you know what that means uh, I also teach people meditation and then I teach people mindset and I'm a certified practitioner in things like hypnosis and emotional freedom techniques and I trained as a life coach under Tony Robbins blah 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 like so many different things right and somebody might look at that and go oh scatterbrain and I'd be like, well, partially, yes, you're right. But I think that one of the things that most important to know about this is that there's nothing wrong with you if you are this kind of person. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you if you are a diverse, multi-passionate human being or entrepreneur. When you look at people like Elon Musk, people would be like, oh, are you a space person or are you an electric cars person? He'd be like, I'm Elon Musk. He doesn't care, right? Uh, look at somebody like The Rock. They'd be like, are you an actor? Do you own a tequila company? What do you do? This? Uh, do you own a production company? All of the above. The people that, this is a pattern I've noticed, is that people that enjoy their lives to the fullest and they experience massive abundance, massive financial wealth, they're happy people, they don't really feel the need to pigeonhole themselves into anything based on the the need for approval from society or other people. They just go, look at Richard Branson, right? They just go 
with whatever they're most interested in at the time. And if it doesn't work, then they just keep moving forward, right? The idea of the one thing. Now, I'm not saying like start 300 different businesses today. But what I'm saying is that if you feel pressure, like your body locks up when you think about like, oh, I got to pick a career. I got to pick this one thing. I got to do one thing. Then maybe you aren't destined to just do one thing, right? Think about that for a moment, because that is the paradox that I kind of went through, uh, the, the analysis paralysis of being like, am I a life coach? Do I teach meditation? And do I want to uh, build a golf company? Do I want to be a professional fisherman? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, what if just breaking it down to what makes the most sense right now based on my priorities and understanding that there's time, like there's time ahead of you if you're listening to this, unless you're listening to it on your deathbed in which, thank you, uh, and I hope you had a great life. If you're listening to this and you're driving or something, it doesn't matter whether you're 75 or you're 25 or you're 18 or you're 29, like myself, is that there's time. Like you're not going to figure it all out in one day. And the more you try to figure it out in a day, the longer it's actually going to take because you're spinning yourself in this thinking loop circle, right? You're spinning yourself in a circle trying to figure it all out in one day. Now, where did we get the idea of the one thing, right? Where did we get the idea of the one thing? Well, we got it from societal conditioning because we are taught that we should, I'm using air quotes right now, we are taught that we should go to school, then we should get a good education, and then we should uh, pick one thing, and then that's our career, and then we should retire at 65, and then we should hopefully die around 80 or so, um, so that we don't take up too much in the way of, you know, government checks and whatnot. But what if you didn't have to live your life based on what you should do? What if you could live your life based on what you want to do and who you want to be and what you want to bring to the world? So just understand that going, if you're in a period of like, oh, why do I have all these things I'm interested in? Like, why am I interested in golf and hypnosis and meditation, fly fishing and business and sales, psychology and all this stuff and the mind body connection and health and plant diet and whatever? Instead of being like, God, what's wrong with me? Be like, wow, that's so cool. I have all these things I'm interested in. Maybe even all these things I'm good at and I'm having a hard time picking one thing. There's nothing wrong with you for that. In fact, that's way better, in my opinion, than having a boring life where you enjoy one thing and one thing only for your entire life and then you die and then you pass along your will and people read your obituary and so on. And then it's kind of done. Uh, so understand that there's nothing wrong with you if you can't pick one thing. Maybe you're not supposed to pick one thing. Maybe you're supposed to be the person who gives permission to other people who feel like they can't one, pick one thing being like, hey, guess what? You don't have to. Just one thing at a time. Like what's, what's a priority right now? What's most important right now? And then kind of developing a plan around all of the things that you want to do, all the things that you like to do. Just understand that the idea that you have to have only one thing and one thing only, you're never allowed to have anything else, um, is, is a fallacy, right? It's, it's not, it's, there's no hard and fast rule that that's how your life has to be. If you're in a place like this right now, and this is a, one of the biggest mistakes I've ever made, you make the decision to 
take stock on all of these things, which is a good thing to do, right? Write down all the things. Like, what are all the things you want to do right now? You want to go back to school. You want to become a professional photographer, but then you want to have a YouTube channel and then you want to start a blog and then all these things. Write them all down and then start to look and start to rate on a scale of one to 10. You could even muscle test yourself if you know how to do that on a yes, no on all these things. And you're going to see the ones that jump out at you. Okay, you're going to see the ones that jump out of you. And doesn't mean that you have to never touch the other ones again. Just mean like, what would you like to pick uh, one thing and put most of your energy into right now? Doesn't mean that you can't have other things on the side that you do. Um, I do believe that chasing what you think will make you the most money is, is a futile practice because it rarely actually is. Because when you're doing something only for money, um, I'm not talking about like investing in things. Those are things we do for money, but that that falls into a different category. If you're thinking like, I want to teach pottery, but I think I'll make more money as a life coach. Well, you're probably not going to make as much money uh, as a life coach than you would with pottery because your heart is in pottery, right? Your heart's not being in a life as a life coach. You just think it's going to make you the most money. If you're like, oh, I want to start a food truck, but... I think that um, I think that you know business consulting is going to make me the most money. You're going to go out and you're going to try to be a business consultant. You're going to be dreaming about having a food truck. On the flip side, you start the food truck, and again, your heart is in it, your soul is in it, and all of a sudden, it becomes the hottest food truck in town. Right? Pick the things that your soul wants you to do. Don't pick the things that you think are going to make you a flash in a pan quick dollar because rarely ever if ever do those work right the things that you're like I'm gonna uh, this is gonna be my get rich overnight thing uh, once in a while but don't bank on that as a strategy don't don't bank on your how can I get rich overnight as being the one thing that generates money for you trying to make it happen in a day is I mean it's just not it's just not going to happen Things happen day by day by day. If you remember the prayer from Meet the Parents, that's what I'm quoting right now. Uh, things happen day by day. They don't happen in in a second. And that's not a bad thing. If all the money you wanted and all the money that's in your future showed up right now when you might not be able to handle it, that'd be a terrible thing. If all the careers you wanted just started at once, um, also would be a terrible thing. So just understand that there's time and you don't have to pigeonhole yourself to just being uh, one single thing for the rest of your life. And the more that you neglect your interests, you're going to keep sabotaging yourself because that inner child part of you is really, really interested in a lot of things. And the more you think that there's something wrong with you because you have all these interests, I mean, it's just not true. It's what makes you unique and it's what makes you you. Another, a few more things that, that can help you. The first one is the practice of ikigai. It's a Japanese, um, it, it's it's a Japanese. Uh, I don't even know what word I'm looking for right here. Prophecy, exercise. I don't know. Uh, anyways, it's a great exercise. It's a quadrant exercise, and basically you're combining, um, basically you're combining what you love with what you're good at, with what you can get paid for, with what the world needs. So combining those four things again. That's what you love what you're good at, what you can get paid for, 
and what the world needs, those four things. And it has to meet all four things because if you find something you love, something that um, you're good at and something the world needs, but you can't get paid for it, I mean, maybe do it as a hobby, right? But you're going to need to be financially compensated as well. If you find something that you can get paid for, the world needs it and you're good at it, but you don't enjoy it, um, you might get the money, but you might also be very burnt out. So we could pick apart, you know, we could pick this apart with a lot of different examples. Uh, just understanding that that's a great exercise, right? Uh, Ikigai, I-K-A, uh, wait, no, 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 I-K-I-G-A-I. Uh, another one is make a list of what you do if you had $10 million in the bank. You still had to contribute to society, but if you have $10 million in the bank, so like, what are you going to do now? You don't have to think about money short term or long term. Like you're just all just taken care of, right? You have 10 million invested. You get to draw 4% of that a year. Great. So now hopefully you have enough money that's going to make you through each year for the rest of your life. Um, what do you do next? If you didn't need the money from it, would it be building schools in Africa? Would it be starting a non-profit? Would it be having a travel YouTube channel? Would it be starting a podcast? There's so many different things. But that exercise is really going to help ground you in what you are most interested in, what your soul wants most for you. Okay. And just keep trying things. Keep trying things until something sticks. And a lot of the time you're going to see feedback in the source of A, fulfillment, uh, B, money in the bank, C, just overall happiness and joy. And when you're feeling unhappy or depressed or anxious, um, understand that you're you're probably trying to be someone that you're not. You're probably trying to be somebody that your inner self, your true self, doesn't want you to be. So that's an important thing to remember. Jim Carrey says that depression is when our 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 true self doesn't like the character that we're trying to play any longer. And I think that that's true because I've been through those periods and it's always when you're doing something that's just so out of alignment. When you reach periods of burnout and you're like, oh, I'm so burnt out, I can't do it for another day. It's like, well, you probably don't want to do it that bad. The things that you love most um, are typically not the things that burn you out. And then just understanding the difference between shiny object syndrome, um, trying everything and, and shiny object syndrome, right? And impatience because yes, you could be like, well, I'm going to try everything and then you hit something and it sticks and that's what you decide to do. Uh, or you start a new business every week and you're like, well, that didn't work. Obviously that didn't work. Nobody wants that. So I'm going to move on to the next one. Doing that over and over and over. That's what we call shiny object syndrome, looking for the flash in the pan, the get rich overnight, uh, and, and those never work because you never stay with it long enough to get the snowball effect. And I've done this. I've started podcasts, and then two weeks in, I'm like, well, clearly this doesn't work. Nobody wants to hear this. So then I give up. And understanding that a year, two, three, four, five years later, that podcast probably would have been huge. Um, just understand, though, that... that there's time. Okay. All of this, there is time. And I know that this has been a lot, but this is kind of what's been on my plate and on my mind a lot lately. So anyways, I hope that this was of value to you wherever you are in the world, wherever you are listening to this from, whether it's in your car, in your bed, walking your dog, walking your cat, whatever it is. Uh, I really appreciate you listening to this and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Authentic Success Podcast keep being yourself.